0: This episode contains content that may not be suitable for some listeners, including discussion of ritualistic murders of three young children, carried out by their own mother. This is the case of Angela Flores, and how the heartbreaking combination of presumed mental illness, mixed with Angela's erratic actions pertaining to her religious beliefs, led to the unfortunate death of her three young children. Listener discretion is strongly advised.
1: Three children found dead inside that home, allegedly killed by their own mother.
0: They were found inside this home
1: yesterday morning. Now, investigators determined the three had been dead for several hours, but they have not said exactly how they died or why. Neighbors tell us that the family has only lived here for a few months, so they were not well known. They don't know if there had been any problems at the home before. They are heartbroken to hear about this loss. A ritualistic witchcraft.
0: They would sacrifice animals. Does
1: it make you want to hate murder? Or does it make you want to do it? Let's explore the darkness of mankind, one
0: crime at a time. Welcome back to Rogue Darkness, the podcast that uncovers how the misinterpretations and misinformation surrounding witchcraft, the occult, and other beliefs have led many to do unthinkable crimes. From ritualistic killings and the demons that live in all of us to exploration of the macabre, and delving deep into the unknown. Let's explore the darkness of mankind, one crime at a time. I'm your host of the Grim and Gruesome, Raven. Let's go rogue and get right into today's chilling crime. The disturbing case of Angela Flores, a mother of seven from California who ended up mercilessly killing three of her young children after reportedly conducting a strange ritual outside of her West Hills home, very recently over this year's Mother's Day weekend, claiming her children were possessed by demons and that they were physically abusing her. So let's first start off from the very beginning. Moving to a neighborhood in the West Hills of Los Angeles around February of 2021, from their previous home in Kansas City, 38-year-old mother of seven, Angela Flores, wanted to have a fresh start in a new home. Previously working as a real estate agent, as well as for an event promotions company in the Kansas City area, moving to the busy city of Los Angeles would be just the change in pace and scenery that she felt she needed. According to sources, having some of her children with different men caused Angela to only have custody of four of her children, while the other three lived with her biological father in another state. Now in a new home the family of five attempted to live their lives as normally as presumably possible. But things quickly went downhill for the family when neighbors began hearing screaming and ongoing yelling coming from the household. Giving an outward appearance of a happy and loving family, the reality was unfortunately much darker and very much different than the fake facade that Angela tried to portray. On the evening of May 7th, 2021, Angela was reportedly seen by neighbors conducting an eerie ritual where she was going door-to-door in their neighborhood, lighting candles while rambling off prayers. The neighbors also later stated that throughout the strange ordeal, Angela was also heard screaming about demonic possession and how her children were abusing her, spiritually and physically, which would later be found to be her reasoning that led her attack on them, with Angela claiming it was a means to drive the demons from the children. I heard someone screaming, my family is abusing me, and all kinds of nonsense. I couldn't make out what it was. One neighbor, Priscilla Canales, told reporters for CBS LA I guess at that time she was in our neighbor's yard. She was burning a candle, and she had her Bible in her hand. Angela was reportedly acting increasingly erratic, frantically yelling about a presumed possession, and that she couldn't find her Bible even though she had it during her door-to-door encounters.
1: I can hear her saying, ow, ow, ow. I guess they were trying to arrest her or restraint her. They brought
0: her out on the stretcher and she was laying down and would just pop up out of nowhere and yell, where's my Bible? Neighbors finally called the police when Angela sat on one of their doorsteps and refused to leave, only to yell about how she had killed kids
1: but a timeline we have begun to build starts after nine o'clock saturday night when blanca hernandez tells us her next door neighbor suddenly turned up in her yard with a bible praying taking pieces of her hair and burning them by a candle's wick after midnight as she was taken away by paramedics blanca heard angela flores say this
0: she was like like a laughing and say i kill my kids the authorities arrived to remove Angela from the premises, where she was then taken to a local hospital on a stretcher for an evaluation. At the time of the whole shocking ordeal, the authorities, along with the neighbors, weren't taking Angela's claims of murder seriously, as they simply assumed she was just in a state of delusion, so the cops did not conduct a welfare check of her home until the next day, which was Mother's Day. I love you. Mother's Day is an annual celebration to honor the women in our lives that gave us our very life, our mothers. The very women we hope to provide us with a well-rounded life full of love, admiration, and nurturing. A day that is dedicated to the love and joy we share with our mothers— and that they too share with us was unfortunately met with a horrifying discovery this past year on May 8th of 2021
1: 911 what is your emergency
0: around 7:40 a.m. on mother's day morning local authorities at the LA police department received a disturbing 911 call that a 16-year-old boy had went to one of his neighbors houses urgently asking them to call 911 in order to have the police come by his house, as there had been a brutal assault with a deadly weapon, which resulted in a triple homicide. When authorities arrived at the home where the crime had occurred, they found a gruesome scene involving three children, Natalie Flores, who was 12 years old, Kevin Yanez, who was 10, and Nathan Yanez, who was 8, all pronounced dead at the scene. The teenage boy who initiated the 911 call was the slain's older brother, whose name has not yet been released publicly, and whom Angela would try to claim assisted her in the murders of the three children. Sadly,
1: we are learning this morning that a teenager, the brother of the three
0: dead children, was also taken into custody. What charges he'll be facing unclear this morning, but he was arrested in connection with
1: the deaths of his two brothers and his sister.
0: When both Angela and her son were brought into custody for questioning, Angela told the authorities that her children were possessed and that they would regularly abuse her and hurt her, and that her, along with the aid of her 16-year-old son, had killed them to protect their souls from eternal damnation, as well as a means to protect herself from the presumed evil. When it was concluded that Angela was the perpetrator of the children's deaths, she was then put under arrest and was charged with three counts of murder. Her bail was set at a $6 million bond. The teenage brother was also arrested on one count of murder and was being held in custody without bail at the Silmer Juvenile Hall. Several of the family's neighbors who had spoken to news outlets regarding the heartbreaking crime have stated that there had been no indication of anything amiss at the Flores home, and that this horrifying act has completely shocked the entire area. It's tragic to think that those three kids, the last they saw was their mother's face, and
1: it's horrible. And it's Mother's Day. That's just horrible.
0: One unnamed neighbor told KTLA News they have the nicest house on the block. They look like really nice people. There was no reason to suspect anything. So that was the disturbing case of Angela Flores and how her delusional views and discontent led to the unfortunate murders of her three innocent children. It's truly heartbreaking how untreated mental illness can lead one person's internal demons to cloud their logic, leading to horrific crimes such as this. Definitely let me know your thoughts on this case, and if you have any questions regarding it or any other cases I've previously covered, feel free to contact me at roguedarknesspod at gmail.com. You can also always reach out to me directly on my Instagram or Twitter, it's at rogue underscore darkness, on my website, roguedarkness.com, or even over on my YouTube channel. Definitely check it out if you want to see my episodes in live video format, and be sure to subscribe to keep the videos coming. As always, be sure to share the podcast with anyone who you think would like it. And it'd also mean a lot if you could leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes and Spotify or anywhere else where you can leave a review to let other listeners know you enjoy the show. If you want a personalized shout-out on the show, as well as a ton of other exclusives, definitely check out my Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash roguedarkness. You can also check out my Bonfire shop if you want to get your hands on some awesome merch. It's a great way to show your support and love for the pod. As always, all the links for everything discussed in my episodes are down in the description box of every episode. And with that said, that concludes this week's episode of Rogue Darkness. The darkness is all around us, and I can confidently say that reality truly is more terrifying than fiction. Until next time.
1: 12-year-old Alex Hurley 8-year-old Rico Roundtree 18-year-old Trayana Somerville 1-year-old Serenity Sutley 2-year-old Dante Mullinix, 6-year-old Corey Michelo 2-week-old Kalia McNabb What do these kids have in common? They were fundamentally failed by the very people they trusted with their lives. Suffer the Little Children is the true crime podcast giving voices back to the victims of child abuse and shining a harsh spotlight on the parents, guardians, and caretakers who silence them. I'm your host, Lane. Each week, I take a deep dive into the story of an abused and murdered child, often conducting interviews with family members, prosecutors, or other major players in the cases I cover. Calling attention to these tragic stories is important not only to keep the children's memories alive, but also to educate the public about common and lesser-known signs of child abuse. These kids deserve to have their stories told and their voices heard. Listen to Suffer the Little Children on your favorite podcast platform on YouTube or at SufferTheLittleChildrenPod.com.